every kick, every game, every goal. Following Morecambe FC in League One. Full match commentary of Morecambe FC on Beyond Radio. This is Shrimps Live from Beyond Radio. Come once more as McPake actually got dispossessed and here comes Michael Smith for Rotherham 25 yards out that's a lovely curling effort and finds the top corner of Jockel Anderson's net and the pressure in the second half has told for the Millers and they take the lead on the hour mark you have to say it was coming unfortunately Shrimps fans it's more nil Rotherham United one good finish yeah uh, good finish good finish from uh, Michael Smith um, just let him in on his uh, preferred right foot uh, but now, just the reaction now, uh, we'll be looking at it and I know the boys will, will react in the right way. We know the quality that Michael Smith has and in fairness, when he opened up his body 25 yards out, he did well. He wasn't quite in the top corner, perhaps Jockel Anderson could have maybe reacted a little bit better. I've only seen it once, of course, not got the benefit of a replay, but uh, it wasn't in the top corner quite, but still curling enough to beat the big Icelandic goalkeeper. And there goes the full-time whistle in his defeat for the very first time for Morecambe Football Club under the charge of Stephen Robinson. It's finished Morecambe nil, Rotherham United won on a breezy evening here at the Mazuma Stadium on Shrimps Live in League One. John Abika, your thoughts on the game tonight, please? Yeah, no, it's uh, definitely a well-fought, tough-fought game. Um, I feel Rotherham, they put a lot of pressure on us um, after the break and um, made it count. Uh, we had a few chances uh, in the second half, but um, uh, probably didn't put enough enough pressure um, in the final third. So, um, yeah, tough tough to take, but um, it's another game to learn from. It's been a great start. Uh, the boys have done brilliant over the last few games. And, you know, this is no different. You know, we go back to the drawing board, go back to the analysis, and, you know, the gaff will get us ready for the next game. Let's look at those four games. It's two wins, a draw which probably should have been all three points against Ipswich, and a narrow defeat. I think any Morecambe fan, I'm sure Stephen Robinson might disagree when we speak to him, but most Morecambe fans, all Morecambe fans, would have surely have taken that as a start to the season. Yeah, no, of course. It's been a positive start, so I feel the the fans will be happy. You know, you see they've come out, come out in numbers, they're, they're clapping the players, and it's brilliant to see them, you know. It's brilliant to see. And that just makes us want to go and work work for them, you know, in the training ground when we're on the training pitch and then go out and, um, and get those points on the board when the, when the time comes. A lesson tonight for me, John, in how to keep the momentum going, the, the high, we knew that Rotherham would, would, would hit us with the high press and certainly in the second half of the first 10-15 minutes after the break until they scored what proved to be the winning goal we were very much we weren't defending for our lives particularly but we were very much second best in terms of territorial advantage and ultimately we paid the price for that yeah I think it's when you're on top it's, that's when you have to make it count you know we had our, a spell in the first half probably for about 15 minutes where we looked like we were going to uh, break the deadlock uh, but we weren't able to so um, I'm sure that will be in the analysis where you have to uh, have to make it count you know when we're on top 
I think the first half, looking back at the opening stages, it was very much, for me, a game of three phases. Rotherham started the game really well, first 10 or 15 minutes, very much on the front foot, hitting us with lots of pace. Ben down the right in particular. We had dealt with that pretty well, although, in fairness, Jockel Anderson has had more to do tonight than he's ha ever had to do, I think, in a, in a Morecambe shirt. We then came back into it in the second part of the first half. Rotherham then come on strong towards half-time and then obviously made that pay in the first 10 or 15 minutes after after the half-time whistle. Yeah, no, definitely. I feel Rotherham, like you said, they came out sharp um, early in both, probably in both halves. Uh, but then we took control uh, in the, the middle part of the game and, and they just, you know, probably ended a bit better than us. Uh, but that's something to, to, to work on and um, hopefully we, we get that advantage in the next game. Now, we've relied on Cole Stockton, haven't we, significantly over the uh, first couple of weeks of the season, given our injuries to our centre-forward, yourself being one, of course. He has got a very heavy workload. Perhaps we need to find a way of making him a little less isolated than what he was tonight. Lots of doubling up on him and he barely got a kick of the ball, unfortunately, tonight. Yeah, no, of course, you, know, you see the... Uh, Rotherham, they probably had identified him as one of the, the, the main threats. So they had two on him. Um, and it's probably just up, up to the you know, players around him, the, the midfielders and wingers to get closer and um, get into those spaces. So, um, yeah, it's something to kind of look, look back on. Uh, but it's definitely um, it's been a positive start for um, in the last few games. And um, hopefully we can continue um, getting some wins on the board. So we shouldn't be too downhearted. I think, obviously, you're, yeah. you've got a foot very firmly well inside the, the shrimps camp the boys aren't going to be too downhearted by this no definitely definitely of course they'll be um, probably a bit annoyed and, and angry in the change room um, right now but once you're looking at the game and you, you kind of digest things you understand that okay this is what we should have done better and, and you can work on it and it's, and it's good that there's Tuesday and Saturday games because it's you know it's, it's quick turnarounds we've spoken about squad rotation as well John haven't we I think in pre-season, Stephen Robinson said two players for every position. We can mix and match it up. And I suppose with the heavy workload, we've got long trip to Gillingham on Saturday, of course, back here uh, against Preston in the Carabao Cup. Then Sheffield Wednesday come to the Mazuma over the bank holiday weekend. The games are coming thick and fast and we are going to need to utilise the bench and the rest of the squad as, as well as the starting eleven. Yeah, definitely. You could see with the subs, we've got... Uh, strength and depth on the bench you know a lot of, a lot of the players can come in and, and do just as uh, good of a job so um, rotating won't be a won't be a problem I'm sure um, you've seen that in the Blackburn game there was you know um, different personnel on so um, when given a chance we always have to take it but overall I think it's fair to say that we are pretty happy with the way things have gone since the opening game of the season yeah definitely you know uh, there's a lot of positives to, to take out of it you know and uh, just being in the you know in, in the training camp you could see everyone's looking forward to the next game and uh, this won't change even though we lost today this won't change we're going to go out uh, and go for the win against Gillingham but if that's the best or among the best that League One has got to offer we know the quality and I said I think uh, before the first game of the season against Ipswich for me there's a good 10 dozen teams who will fancy their chances of automatic promotion this year Rotherham are in that crop of clubs for sure if this is among the best that League One is going to throw at Morecambe Football Club this season we shouldn't have really too much to fear 
Definitely, yeah. The boys will definitely take that. They will know that is is nothing to fear. We know there's is small margins in the game. You know, we could have um, gone gone ahead when we had the when we had the um, when we were putting pressure on them and having the advantage over them, um, having a lot of possession. Um, but of course, we didn't. But we know there's fine margins in the game. You, you take you you go a goal ahead, and then we were able to manage the game. So um, playing them. Um, uh, play them again this season. We'll see probably a different, a different setup. And in terms of how we uh, recover and, and react to this, Gillingham again is going to offer a, a different test to tonight. Maybe a bit more direct, a bit more physical on Saturday. Yeah, definitely. I think Gillingham are probably quite similar in terms of they like playing direct balls into the front front man and um, getting plays around around them. So um, this will probably be a, a good good test. This was probably a good test to see. Um, how we do against these sort of teams so um, yeah I'm looking forward to for the boys to, to obviously put in the work in training and then um, go go for the win on Saturday I'm John Abeekham Morecambe Striker thank you very much indeed for your company tonight on Shrimps Live and on Saturday it's been an honour and a privilege to have a, a, a viewpoint of a, a current professional footballer with all your uh, experience and expertise so thanks very much for joining us and hopefully it's not the last that we've heard of you uh, um, in, in our Shrimps Live commentaries Ah oh, thanks Dave you know, it's, it's been a pleasure it's, uh, obviously it's nice obviously being able to, to speak about the game and obviously just interact with, with the fans and, and people listening because um, it's good sometimes it's good to, to get that knowledge from both sides Hello and welcome to the Shrimps Verdict podcast here at the Mazuma Stadium the first defeat of the season for the Shrimps a 1-0 loss at home to Rotherham United in League One. Hello from Dave Salmon, joined by Ryan Daly, the Head of Media and Communications at the club to dissect the action. And uh, Ryan, disappointing that we've finally tasted defeat, but still lots of positives to take from the game. Yeah, 100%. I don't think it's any disgrace to, to lose to a team like Rotherham, obviously down from the Championship last year. We know what kind of football that Rotherham play. It's more long balls, flick-ons and, and, and trying to get in behind the back four. But I think tonight we, we cope really well with that. Um, I think Anthony O'Connor and Sam Lavelle were fantastic at centre-half. Um, and obviously they've ended up going down one end, taking a bit of a pop shot from 30, 40 yards and it's took the wind and, and just looped over Jockel Anderson. But a lot of positives to take from tonight. I was really impressed by the side. And listening to uh, Stephen Robinson in post-match, he said very similar, didn't he, that uh, we can't be too down first defeat, so lots of positives to take. And if that's the best or among the best that League One has to offer, we certainly shouldn't have much to fear going forward. Yeah, exactly. And I think you look at the likes of the Ipswich game and the Blackburn game in the Cup is obviously a little bit different, albeit they put out a very strong side on the night. I think we've played three really tough teams so far in, in Rotherham, Ipswich and Blackburn and put up a hell of a fight in all three games. Obviously, we came away with a point against Ipswich and, and going through to the second round of the Carabao as well against Blackburn. But, yeah, it's a, it was a difficult one tonight. I think they just edged it in all fairness. But as Stephen said in his post-match, I think a lot of this team are very young. There's a lot of uh, younger heads in this team that haven't really played in this division before. But if you were to look at that without knowing all that, you'd say what a fantastic team that he's got in his disposal. And I think how we've shown ourselves in the last three or four games should do well this season. And after the defeats uh, here at the Mazuma Stadium tonight, I caught up with the Morecambe manager for his post-match thoughts, Stephen Robinson. I thought we deserved a point out of the game. Um, I don't think either side really created very much. You know, the goal's a little bit of a freak. It gets caught in the wind with 
with um, Jokko, who I thought was outstanding tonight, you know, and, and he just loses it in the win. So, had we got a point, I think we deserved it. We certainly didn't deserve the win. We didn't create enough. The start of the second half, we give the ball away four or five times in a row and we, we give them the momentum. So, um, some young decisions when we had the ball and I don't think we used the conditions as probably as well as they did when they delivered balls into the box more often than we did and into areas that'll hurt us. So, you know, it's something we need to learn from. You know, as I said, I thought Jokel was outstanding tonight. He's, you know, he's made some really good saves, really good decision making for, you know, he's 19 years of age. So, he's lost it in the wind and it happens. People make mistakes, but, you know, we give the ball away high up the pitch. So, there's, there's four or five different people that perhaps can do a little bit better for the lead up to the goal but you know we'll go again there's as i say we're a young squad we're learning and everything's a learning curve there was young naive decisions when we were on top instead of putting the ball into danger areas we overplayed back into areas where we came out often you know it's something we'll continue to work on but they're a good side they're a really good side they're the best side we've played and you know if we're competing with them then we'll be okay they're a very good side you know they've just come down they've got a lot of money to spend they've got some very good players they're very well coached you know you can see they know what they're trying to do and they make life very difficult for you the, the two big boys up front are an absolute handful but i thought for the main we we handled that very well you know we weathered a bit of a storm we didn't start particularly well first 15 minutes of the second half and we came back out stronger showed character I can't be too hard on the boys and you know I have to say the, the backing of the fans when we were on top and we were trying to score was, was magnificent and we're, we're going to need that. There's going to be ups and downs throughout this season and we're desperately going to need them. If that's the benchmark, Stephen, against one of the teams who are fancy to be towards the top of the League One, where does that put Morecambe in comparison? The fact we're disappointed we didn't get a point um, tells you I think a point would have been a fair result. Uh, you know, I've, I've said they're a very good side, very well organised. They play to their strengths and you know, they're a handful. You know, the, the boys in midfield, I thought, won the midfield battle tonight, which hasn't happened to us so far. And, you know, if we're competing with teams like that, we'd be a little bit more clinical and believe again in ourselves and what we can do, then we'll be OK. But we shouldn't be too downhearted. Two wins, a draw, and tonight from the opening four games, you must be overall pretty pleased with that. Yeah, we are. And the fact is that we were disappointed we only came out with a without anything tonight and that maybe tells you how far we've come you know we've had horrendous injuries that you know we've we've just tried to get on with with no real options to you know to replace Cole or or put him through the middle um, put another one through the middle with him we've only got wide players so you know your options are limited at the moment we've had another injury to Kyle Leatherin so we've, we've been really really unfortunate and still we're putting out performances like that and we won't be too dying about that tonight I think you know, it was said when the fans clap you off after a 1-0 defeat, they can see what effort's been given. Um, we will make mistakes, we will have performances that aren't up to standard, but if we have that kind of backing, we'll be OK. And talking of Cole, I think it was evident, possibly for the first time this season tonight, that teams know how dangerous he is and, and he seemed to be double marked for a lot of the game and he's going to have a heavy workload isn't he going forward 100% you know we have to try and get somebody in to replace him you know the board have been very good um, they've, they've tried to help me with it and you know maybe we'll have somebody in you know tomorrow or before Friday's game because we need he needs help up there Jonah Young is going to be out a while and, and John O'Bigger will be after Christmas so we need we need a bit more firepower he's been excellent for us but you know I can't be expected to do everything on his own and we have to have more end product from the white players as well good players technically gifted we need goals we need crosses and they will they're, as I keep repeating they're young players they're here for a reason and we'll continue to improve them you say Kyle was uh, injured what's the, the news on him yeah Kyle's, Kyle's got injured in the, in the warm up um, he felt it in training yesterday a, a shoulder injury another one um, I think we're cursed with injuries of you know uh, non-contact or contact injuries as opposed to any kind of muscle injuries so He'll have a scan tomorrow. It's a real dilemma for us because Jokel's been called up on international duty as well. So, you know, we'll just have to see the results of this scan tomorrow and go from there. 
and no Greg Lee in the squad tonight. Stephen, what was the news there? Greg's had a, a really serious hamstring injury, uh, you know, uh, six months ago. He's five months ago, sorry. So, you know, the medical staff didn't think it was right for him to play three games in a week. We had to take a bigger picture. I wanted him to play, I wanted him to start, but, you know, to, to maybe be out another four or five months rather than make sure he's 100% right for Saturday. It was a decision we had to make. Not ideal, but with the squad our size and Liam Gibson injured as well, we, we had to do that. Are Liam or Ryan back for the weekend or close? Well, hopefully Ran and Aaron will both train on Thursday, so they'll be in contention. Whether they'll have done enough to be involved, we'll see. Um, and Gibble maybe the week after, so it then gives me a few more options. But, you know, I thought Kelvin came in tonight and done well. I thought Cooney, you know, he can he's a good footballer, he can play anywhere. So we've we've got options, but, you know, with, with Greg and the team, I think we're very strong and gives us maybe a little bit more pace and energy down that side. And final one from me, Stephen. A, 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 different, tie, a different kind of team talk and, and, and reaction going ahead to, to Saturday now. Yeah, certainly. Listen, there's no, uh, you know, I'm not going in and hammering people. They've, they've given absolutely everything. We've been naive in some of our decisions. We haven't maybe controlled the game in the early stages of the second half like we should. But it's, it happens. And, you know, you can't go in and lambast everybody. They're young boys and they, they don't they react to that. They, they need encouraged and they show them what they can do better. And we go from there. And also on post-match duty was goalkeeper Jockel Anderson. Personally, I think I just maybe picked up the wind one. I thought maybe it was going over the bar. So I don't know, maybe I'll calm down a bit. When, you know, you should never do that. You should always expect anything, always expect the unexpected. So but I'll, I'll definitely learn from it. This is why I'm here, this is why I'm playing games. And I know the, uh, I know the gaffer will always still trust in me. So it's definitely a learning curve for me. It just kind of dipped on, you know, exact under. I need to watch it back to be fair, but it just had a, a little dip and it kind of, it kind of killed me. But like I said earlier, you should always expect the unexpected, and that's definitely something I work on. I thought, I thought everyone was excellent. I thought, I thought the defence, the midfield, the attackers, I thought all, all really good. I thought we were unlucky not getting a goal. I thought we could maybe test their goalkeeper a bit more. But like I said, I thought the way we stuck together in defence, you know, they had some really good deliveries. And I thought the way, you know, we defended set pieces, crosses, I thought we were excellent. So, and I, I think it's definitely something positive that, that, that we can look forward to. And then, you know, just bring on Saturday because we're more than ready. So we spoke to Jockel, um, Ryan, and he seemed a bit disappointed by the way he conceded the goal. But it, it did, from where we were on the press deck, it seemed to just catch the wind and almost catch him by surprise a little bit. Yeah, I think one thing I've noticed about Anderson and every other goalkeeper going is that they're very proud of their own performances. Mm. I think it doesn't matter which goalkeeper you speak to, they're always very critical about their own performances, whether they get a clean sheet or not. I think up until that point, and I think even in the games that he's played this season, he's always been safe hands, so to speak. I think I watched a three-and-a-half-minute highlight package from his, his best pitch from the Shrewsbury game and everything that he, he came to me caught. And it was the same again tonight in all respects. He made a fantastic save after the goal was scored where he managed to just throw himself in a, a heap of bodies and, and tip the ball round the post slash over the bar. Uh, so he's not afraid to get himself down and dirty, no keepers at. Um, but I think he should be more impressed with the start of the season that he's had rather than being disappointed in what happened this evening. Of course, his first goal that he's conceded in the league for Morecambe. There seemed a definite tactic from Rotherham in both halves, really, both with and without the wind, of, of getting those high balls and really testing him and, and, and the back line, to be fair, underneath the crossbar. 
yeah, we noticed it very early on and we know what Rotherham are like. That's why they end up going out of this league because majority of their play is long ball, but it's effective. Mm. I think if you look at the goal that we conceded against Ipswich, it was a long ball forward to Norwood who flicked it on to Bonn and, and he scored that way. And they were looking to do very similar things today. The long ball up the top to Michael Smith, he looked like he was going to head it on to KO, the up front, who'd go through and goal and have a shot. Obviously, the, the latter of that, passage of play didn't happen too many times tonight which I think was a fantastic effort from Lavelle and O'Connor at the back but we're going to get that that's something that's going to be a constant thing throughout the season is long balls it's just dealing with it like we did tonight on the basis that we did and obviously if we concede to a goal like that every week all right, it's not the most ideal situation but you'll take it because it looks like everyone's doing the job Anthony O'Connor for me, sponsors man of the match I think he was our man of the match on, on Shrimps Live as well John O'Beaker in uh, commentary, also very impressed by Anthony. I think uh, one of the more experienced players that Stevens brought to the club, and it's already proving to be a good signing. Yeah, and I think the back four this season have been fantastic. They've, they've managed to keep goals to a, a limit. Um, Greg Lee, although he wasn't involved tonight, I think he's been one of the best players in the back four. Uh, obviously, injuries to Liam Gibson and, and Ryan Delaney haven't been ideal towards keeping a consistent back four, but you, that's football, you have to deal with that sort of thing. But I think Sam and, and Anthony at the back have been two fantastic players this season, as well as many other players on the pitch. But if we're solely looking at the back four, I think we've got two solid centre-halves there who can go on and, and create a real partnership at the back. Now, talking of Sam Ryan, I know you can't give all of the club's trade secrets away. We wouldn't expect you to do that. But a very interesting Instagram post from the skipper this afternoon. What did you make of that? I think it just shows how committed he is to the club. Obviously, there's a lot going on out there. There's a lot of talk. There always is around the fantastic player as he is. Um, as Stephen has, has mentioned so many times, he is Morecambe's player. He is the captain and, and he's shown on the pitch, not just tonight, but other games throughout the season that he is committed and, he, and he's playing for the badge and fair play to him. You've got to give him that and he is a fantastic individual on and off the field. So long may that continue and hopefully he does continue to be a Morecambe player. One thing that struck me tonight was when we went forward and we know the success that Cole Stockton has had in the first few games of the season. Rotherham clearly identified him as their danger man. I double marked him and pretty much marked him out of the game. In fairness, the Millers' defence did really well. Going forward, we are short-handed up top. I know that we might be bringing a player in before the weekend, fingers crossed. But even so, we've got to look after Cole, haven't we? Yeah, 100%. I think without Cole at the minute, the striker option looks a bit thin, especially with the injuries to Joan Iunga and uh, John Obika. Um, yeah, he's obviously the main outlet. He was a bit isolated tonight, but I did think he did his job really well. He made it a bit of a nuisance for the, the Rotherham central defenders. He knows how to stretch him out of play and bring Arthur into the game as well, uh, which we were lucky not to maybe profit off in the second half where McCalmont slipped a ball through to him he was just a, a little bit too near him then rather in front of him but there's positive signs there that obviously Cole is a fantastic individual we've seen that in the opening three or four games or so but there's opportunities once he does his job pulling striker, pulling defenders even out wide that other strikers around him can get in the space that he's left So overall four games into the season we've won two we've drawn one that probably should have been a win and a narrow defeat I think Every single Morgan fan listening to this would have definitely have, have taken that before the start of the season. Yeah, 100%. I think if you were to look at some of the games that we've had, Ipswich, 
Blackburn in the Cup and obviously tonight two of the fav- league favourites in Ipswich and Rotherham but also to play a Skybet Championship side like Blackburn not many fans would have probably looked at that and thought we'll get anything out of that but we have we went to Portman Road and we were only two or three minutes away from getting three points through to the next round of the Cup against a strong Blackburn side and obviously narrowly getting defeated here so I think there's positive signs ahead I think the, in my opinion the Shrewsbury game was bigger out of the, them three league games because I think they're the kind of teams that will be looking to finish above this season. Yeah. So a 2-0 win in impressive fashion in the first home game in League One, I think it, it gives the club a huge boost going into the, the remaining 30, 40-odd games that are left in this season. Certainly nothing to, to fear so far, I think, as we as we alluded to during the game. If that's the, the cream of League One in Rotherham United and, and you would say they they should be up there at the end of the season, we shouldn't really have too much to fear going forward. In fact, quite the opposite. Yeah, 100%. I, I couldn't agree more. I think it gives itself an opportunity to be a bit more expressive. So certainly in East Holmes games, will um, will be a difficult place to come for some of the bigger teams in this division, you know, like the Sunderlands and Sheffield Wednesdays. They won't enjoy coming here. I don't think if you asked Rotherham, they would have enjoyed tonight as much as they did, even though they went away with three points. But yeah, I think there's, uh, I think there's definitely an opportunity to cause some upsets this season, and we saw it on day one against Ipswich. We did that, and I think there'll be more opportunities down the line. Let's talk about yourself then, Ryan. If I can, you've come into the club as the new uh, the head of media and communications. How have you found life at the Mazuma so far? Yeah, it's been very fast-paced. I think uh, I'm in the door now, just over two weeks. It's been an experience to to get my hand to knowing what was before and what I need to bring to the team obviously we're looking at more getting more equipment in we've obviously boosted the social media um, the output from the manager the players the behind the scenes stuff but more importantly for me it's all about the communication with the fans I think we've seen this week as well the general manager Ben put a, uh, an update out which I think is a step in the right direction it's getting uh, answers that the fans want to know answered um, so yeah, it's been really good. I've enjoyed it. It's it's lovely being back at a football club. Obviously, spending near enough three years at the EFL was a different experience. Obviously, come from Doncaster before that, so it's great. It's great to be back in, in club football, and and we're trying to boost as much as we can. Uh, Matt Smith, who you know and your listeners will know uh, from doing these, has been fantastic. I think I'd be lost without him. In all fairness. Proven by the fact that he's not here this week, he would be the last time he'd be getting a holiday during how the dare, season. How dare! How dare! Who who sanctioned the holiday during the season? Disgusting. He won't. <laughs> he will not be getting another one. Let me show you that. But no, he's a great lad. He's a fantastic asset to this team. Um, and yeah, I just hope the fans are enjoying what we're doing. We're trying to bring more pictures and audio and and whatever else that you would expect from a League One club. And regardless of what division we're in, I expect this department more than anything to be of League One standard, and we're going to be working towards that for however long I'm here for. And I suppose that that is the key, isn't it? And that's the whole reason that the club bought a head of communications in is to lift everything, to take what's good from previously, but lift it to to the level that it deserves to be for a League One football club. Yeah, 100%. And I can't come in here and say that there's hardly been anything done before. I think 
Matt Russian, who's now gone to Blackpool, and also Derek Quinn, who is here as part of the programme editor slash press officer role. They've done a fantastic job. They've obviously steadied the flow of a, a League Two football club over the years. Obviously, it's gone up now to, to League One. And I think they're just the club are just looking for a bit more of an all-rounder, so to speak, rather than two people doing everything, um, digital and non-digital. But, yeah, I, I, like I said, I'm really enjoying it. There's a long way to go. Um, we want to boost more we want to get more engagement we want to do more creating this Morecambe family type of environment with the academy side the, the maybe the girls team and the ladies team as well and it's just about bringing everybody together we want a community feel um, I had a very similar instance with my time at Doncaster they've got this umbrella where it's called Club Doncaster and that's something that the board and, and, and everybody the directors want to, to kind of bring to this club and it's something that we aspire to do so the three-year plans in place on and off the field and, and we're working towards bringing the best of Morecambe Football Club the three-year plan but, but, but big plans on and off the field and, and we're already well ahead of the curve there yeah, 100%, and that was shown last season by getting promoted. That was one of the things that they wanted to do by 2024 was get promoted to League One. It's just about sustaining it now, and, and should the worst happen and they go down, you've still got another two years to, to make sure that there is a League One sustainable club by the, the, the time goal and, and the time set. So, yeah, it's just about bringing that to the forefront, bringing it to a more consistent level. And like I said, in my department, speaking solely about the media side and the comm side is bringing it to a League One standard and, and possibly being the best one in League One for hospitality. I've spoken to the Rotherham guys tonight. They were obviously very complimentary about some of the things that we offer tonight. So he's even said some of the bigger clubs don't even offer that. So mm. it's a really nice to hear that for a start. And I've, I've obviously had some positive feedback by some of the fans and we're working ever so hard to make sure that we're giving them the best content and the best communications that we can possibly give them. I suppose it's difficult, isn't it? Because you've got the fans who are hungry for that information and certainly in the age of social media they want to know something that's happened before it's even happened a lot of the time and when you're working with a, a small team of, of just a few individuals you must have your work cut out to, to sort of give the fans what they want. Sometimes it's just about tempering expectations and mm. um, we don't want to run before we can walk we don't want to fall flat on our faces if that was to happen it's just about getting a foundation in place with everything that fans can expect to see such as press conferences on a Thursday content on a Friday same with Monday for Tuesday games it's just a more consistent approach to, to lay in the foundations and obviously if we do stick within this terms of the three-year plan it's about building on that each year and, and that will come obviously the the board have invested heavily into the media department anyway with new equipment and stuff like that the shrimps trust have also reached out and they want to help us with um some more equipment for goal cams and stuff like that so that's something that we are um looking to do now in the next few weeks is invest in that so we can bring fans even more content from behind the scenes stuff and, and stuff like that so yeah, we're moving in the right direction and hopefully it can continue to be what it is and we can get better as we go along. Right, thank you very much indeed. I'm sure we'll be speaking to you plenty as the weeks and the months of the season uh, go by. So that's uh, just about it. You can join us again on Saturday afternoon for Shrimps Live. We'll be at the Priestfield Stadium for the build-up team news and full match commentary of Gillingham against Morecambe in League One. We'll be live on air from 2.45 on Beyond Radio on 103.5 and 107.5 FM across North Lancashire. And also via iFollowShrimps at MorecambeFC.com. You can also continue the conversation 
mention anytime you like on Twitter by using the hashtag ShrimpsLive. Every kick, every game, every goal. Following Morecambe FC in League One. Full match commentary of Morecambe FC on Beyond Radio. This is Shrimps Live from Beyond Radio.